Welcome to the B2B content audio blog with Radix Communications. Hello there, and welcome to episode 10 of the B2B content audio blog. My name's David Maguire, and I write B2B marketing copy at Radix Communications. If you'd like to let us know what you think of this short format podcast, you can write us a review, drop us a line to podcast at radix-communications.com or tweet me at radixcom. We will be fascinated to know what you think. This week, we have a blog post that I wrote back in 2016, aiming to give some structure to writing and reviewing B2B copy. It's quite visual in places, so you might want to find the link to the original version in the show notes. It's called Does your B2B tech copy pass these five tests? Let's cut to the chase. Reviewing someone else's writing, and especially giving objective feedback, is hard. Really hard. That's why right now copywriters all over the world are doing their best to action feedback like... This needs rewording. It just needs more oomph and even make it a bit more sparkly. And not just from clients. Even those of us who write for a living can find it tricky to put our finger on the thing that isn't quite right. It's especially tricky here in the B2B tech sector, where the writing chops to hold your audience's attention and explain things clearly are pushed to their limit particularly when you need to write about some pretty niche subjects in a way the audience will find authentic. You can find yourself reading a piece and thinking, it doesn't quite work, but I don't know how to make it better. The truth is, it's not always easy to understand what good B2B copywriting looks like. A Pyramid of Copywriting Skills Recently, a discussion on the Content Marketing Institute's LinkedIn group highlighted the issue again. A copywriter asking about clients' expectations when hiring a writer drew such varied responses that it made one thing clear. There's no consensus about what to look for. One marketer argued that writing with proper grammar was the most important thing and Yes, that's pretty fundamental, but clearly there's more to great copywriting than just that. So, which is the most essential copywriting skill? Actually, for B2B, I'd argue there are five core competences. And importantly, each one builds on the one before, a bit like Maslow's hierarchy of needs. If you've seen the version that has Wi-Fi at the bottom... That's the one I consider most accurate. The basic three levels of copywriting competences make for pretty dull writing on their own, but the exciting stuff is useless unless you also get the fundamentals right. As Doug Kessler said, a fine sentence is just the veneer on the credenza. So, next time you're evaluating some B2B tech marketing copy, including some of ours, Ask yourself these five simple questions and remember to ask them in order. It'll help you give much clearer feedback and choose the best writer for the job. Question one. Is this free from obvious mistakes? Harsh as it sounds, 
Even the most brilliant inspirational writing can be brought down if it's full of basic errors. That's not saying that the grammar always needs to be fiddly and formal. That depends on the context. Just that things can't be obviously wrong. It's hard to take any content seriously if it confuses your with your, or losing with loosing. So do check spelling, check grammar, and while you're at it, check facts too. Accuracy is the foundation on which everything else stands. Fortunately, unless a whole piece is based on obviously incorrect information, it's also the easiest thing to fix. Naturally, this means you will now spot a horrendous typo within the show notes for this podcast. Even the most fastidious proofing is no match for Sod's Law. So, in a way, the marketer from LinkedIn was right. Good English, or whatever language you're using, is where we start. But we don't finish there. Question two. Did I have to read anything twice? A good writer needs to think clearly, and you should always see signs of that in the way they put a sentence together. Explanations need to be logical, and it ought to be obvious what the point is in an individual sentence or paragraph and in the piece as a whole. If you find yourself rereading a section, Even if, when you eventually decode it, it makes sense, that's often a sign that the writer is struggling or that they haven't really thought about what they're saying. Good copy is easy to read. Question three. Does this ring true? Especially in B2B and tech, you need to get the feeling that the writer really knows about the subject. If they sound like a newbie, the piece won't have authority with the decision makers in that sector. At best, it will fail to be read. At worst, it can undermine your brand. Using sector jargon is not enough. It needs to be used in the right way, the way your customers do. Dropping sector buzzwords willy-nilly can make you sound stupid if it's clearly blagging. Do you feel like the writer really gets what those terms mean? You can also test for understanding by looking at which points the writer has chosen to emphasise. If you know your subject, you'll generally get a good feel for which bits are the most exciting for the target audience. Oh, it comes with a USB port. How interesting for you. Question four. Who cares about this, really? You can write as much accurate, clear, authoritative copy as you like. If the response is still, so what, then you've probably failed. So be brutally honest. Did the writer make you care enough to read to the end? More importantly, will your target audience feel that way? For the best writers, this is not about the persuasive force of their prose. It's their empathy with the reader and good old-fashioned research. If you understand your audience, you can develop a keen instinct for what will appeal to their hopes or what keeps them awake at night. If you can keep a sense of their context, when, how and why they're reading, that's better still. 
If you've got this, you're almost there. Almost. Question five. Is this extraordinary? Your copy is no good if it's humdrum. And that's no less true because it's B2B tech. In fact, it's more so. Wherever you put your marketing message, it's competing for attention with a million others. Everyone's making more content, sending more emails, creating more stuff. In this climate, OK gets you nowhere. You need to be, literally, outstanding. This is where great copywriting really pays off. But it's also the part that's hardest to quantify or to be objective about, that turns into feedback like, make it more sparkly. So start by asking yourself whether it surprised you, whether it stirred an emotion of some kind, joy, anger, humour, disgust, something. Ultimately, whether it would make you take action. Please note, surprise is a good thing in this context. So if the piece you're reading isn't at all what you were expecting, don't be too quick to judge. It might just be brilliant. Brilliant is the price of admission. None of this is about different types of copywriter. We've already covered that in Fiona's meticulous blog early in this season. And it doesn't vary depending on the format. These are five core competencies that every B2B copywriter should be showing on a regular basis. At least on a good day. In reality, the best writers get there most of the time. But it's certainly what you should expect from every piece of B2B copy and content you see. And hopefully, on those rare off days, these five tests will help you zoom in on exactly where the problem lies. And naturally, this post will now be quoted back to me at length by my own clients. Well, bring it on. Life's too short for copy that isn't amazing. Whether you're reading... Or writing. If you'd like to read the original blog post in full, or to hear our discussion podcast, Good Copy, Bad Copy, you'll find links in the show notes. You can send your feedback, plaudits, comments, suggestions, and abuse to podcast at radix-communications.com or reach us on Twitter at radixcom.com.